Welcome to the Hell Yes or Hell No podcast, the podcast designed to help you use your imagination and start your own conversations. We're your hosts, Sue and Mike, with an occasional guest for special episodes. Each week, we'll dive into various topics and scenarios like, would you move to another country? Or is it okay to slap somebody in the face in public? So join us every Friday and find out if it's a hell yes or a hell no. You can subscribe to our podcast for free on your favorite platform, and you can also join us on any social media channel. Until then, let's talk about it. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Hell Yes or Hell No podcast. It's the podcast designed to get you talking. This is episode number 27. But before we get started, just a little reminder to please subscribe for free on your favorite platform. And even better, leave us a great review. It really helps the podcast and we'd greatly appreciate your support. Also, you can join us on any social media channel and let us know there if today's episode is a hell yes or a hell no for you. Stay tuned at the end and we'll give you all of the details. All right, let's talk about it. Hi, everybody. Happy Friday and welcome to episode number 27. This is Sue. And as always, I have Macho Mike here with me today. How has your week been going? All right. All right. What's going on? Um, everything. One week is fun, everybody. Yeah, Had back to work, week. back to work back after to the work. holidays. Yeah, everything is going well. Um, like once again, welcome to the Hell Yes to Hell No podcast. Trying to have a great show again. Yes. Um, what we got? Talk to me. So I was just thinking about, you know, we're we're almost into the second week of January. Have you been following up to your resolutions? Damn right. Okay, good. Yes. Good. I myself need to start planning some travel. Uh, that was one of my resolutions, remember? So I need to stick to my goals and my resolution. Um, what's coming up? Uh, the Steelers are still in the hunt. Oh, my. Still in the hunt. We went from being a losing team to a... a losing team. Eight and eight. <laughs> <laughs> so Super Bowl is around the corner. We're hoping that the Steelers will make it into the playoffs. We'll be rooting for them, of course. Um, but we'll see what happens. But oh, yeah. uh, so speaking of football, all right. Speaking of football, let's do it then. Today's episode might be a little bit touchy, but uh, here we go. Oh my! Here we go. All right. The question for this episode is: Should you let your kids play football? Yes. <clears throat> Hell yes. Hell yes. All day long. Okay. Elaborate, please. Elaborate. Here's, here's the thing. And the reason I'm bringing this topic up is, obviously, listeners, if you've been here on planet Earth, uh, the last uh, Monday night game, um, Hamlin from the uh, Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. um, basically had uh, what was a cardiac arrest, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we don't know what happened. The doctors haven't said what happened. We just know that he had a cardiac arrest. Um, it's not been confirmed, so we're not going to speculate as to what the reason for the cardiac arrest was. Thankfully, today he is awake and cognizant. Um, but that is kind of what prompted this conversation. All right. Yeah, yeah. We're going back to the kids. Yeah. Playing yeah. football. Man. We've been playing football for a long time now. A lot of us have. And injuries is part of the game. Um, just because one incident happened, that's me. You don't cancel every football game around the world because of this guy. I'm not saying anything. It's, it's, yeah. It's. It's touchy, don't get me wrong, but that's rare. What's the appropriate age 
that kids should be playing contact football. Well, right now, it's like seven. It's yeah. as young as six, believe it or not. Yeah, well, I'm saying six, seven. Uh, should a six-year-old, should a seven-year-old be playing contact sports start like learn, that? Start learning young, yes. Really? Yeah, really. It's a contact sport. You could get a concussion. Should a seven-year-old have a concussion? They're not, they're not hitting that hard to have a concussion. Seriously. Uh, oh, I can uh, I can elaborate on some facts for you here in a few on injuries. But, but still then, it's a few. It's not a few, actually. How many? How many? <laughs> um, Give me the facts right now. So, so as far as head injuries, mm-hmm. and this applies to kids aged six through fourteen, um, the kids that play contact football, not flag football, by the way, contact football, they are fifteen times more likely to have a head impact than flag football, and the impact is twenty three times more high in magnitude for the head impact. So per season. Per athlete, okay, and right now the last study showed that approximately 678,000 kids participate in contact football in the U.S. And so for, for our international listeners, we're talking about American football here. And so of that 700,000 kids that play contact football, Per athlete, per season, how many times do you think they have a head impact? Are we talking about seven-year-olds or youth from 14 on down? Yeah, 14 down. We, we're talking about seven-year-olds. That's what you said at first. Okay, but it's still in there. I understand that. Well, you said, I'm talking like, about... Well, you, you say starting a seven-year-old or no, six-year-old No, I said per athlete, which includes... I know, but at first you said The seven about, and the six-year-old. Okay, now we're adding everybody in. But you said a seven and I'm six-year-old. Not, I'm telling you per athlete. You're not listening to me. Now I am. But first, we're only talking about the six-year-old. We still are. Anyway. My, 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 my question to you is per athlete. Okay. Per six-year-old, per seven-year-old, per eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14... Per season, how many head impacts do each player have during the season? I don't know. I mean, just take a guess. I mean, you used to be a football coach. You should know some of this. I, I we didn't have no stats about no head injuries. <laughs> but and you shit, would have ex- all, you all, would have experienced some of it. Played. I don't know. Here, here's the thing. Seriously, yeah. I experienced none of that. No, no, um, no concussions on a six year old or seven year old or any of my players. Really, they got hurt, but. Concussions wasn't big when I was coaching. So per athlete per season, each individual athlete experiences 378 head impacts every season. But are they having concussions with it? That doesn't matter. It's a head impact. You don't have to have so a concussion you, so, every so, time. So what do you want to do? Stop Stop the sport now? I'm not saying stop the sport. Well, what I'm saying say? what it, what to me what should be the appropriate age. There's no age. appropriate age. You just ran from 7 to 14. There's no appropriate age now according to what you just said per athlete. Yeah, that's that's So then what what should he start at when he's 29? When they're older, not 6. I don't think they I don't oh, think I don't think man. elementary school kids need to play Why not? contact football. Why not? They going to play in the outside anyway. Might well make it organized so they know what they're doing. That's a good point. That's actually a good point. But you but just telling they shouldn't because we get one incident and now we gotta stop everything. Well, over the course of over the course of the last twenty some odd years, participation in contact football has gone down. So the high was actually in two thousand and nine and approximately three point eight percent of all kids played 
contact football. And then you think about 2021 last year, because I don't see the numbers for this year yet, but in 2021, that number has now dropped to 2.3% of kids who participate in contact football. So it's pretty, uh, it's pretty eye-opening to go read some of these studies about the injuries and stuff that happens to kids and the long-term effects of having a head injury over the course of several seasons leading up to you being an adult. So what do you think some of the pros are for playing sports for kids? Um, some of the pros, some of the pros and cons. Yeah, let's do some pros and cons. Because um, clearly you, you feel something about this topic. Uh, I do. <laughs> because we, we get one incident, man, and all of a sudden, man, we want to shut down every youth program out there to teach kids leaderships and understand the teamwork. And that's one of the I pros. I disagree with you that it's one incident. I think it comes up every time someone does get hurt. But I think, for uh, example, when, when it happened to Shazier, it, it was a big topic then. Whenever somebody goes, but, but like the Hernandez guy, when that came up, you know, they, you know, they constantly talk about CTE and, and just the damage uh, of, of that course, football but, does to the brain. But we're looking at guys who signed up to get that paycheck. Mm-hmm. Guys who signed up to take care of their families. They know what they're risking. It's like going out there being a cop. Yeah. And I don't disagree with you on that. I think when you're an adult... You make a decision. You can make your own decisions. Yeah. And if you choose to play a sport where you could get concussion, paralyzed, per, or whatever, whatever that's the chance that you take. That's, that's but does that same chance apply to a kid? It's the thing. Kids going to do it anyway. And I'm not going to say they're going to do it anyway. But if, if you're going to make them sneak and do it, they might get hurt. You know? Yeah. Worse than having the equipment on, the proper equipment. Because we play football with no equipment. Playing tackle on the street, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not disagreeing with you. I we, see kids playing football all the time. Yeah, we played in fields. Played before we went to school. So I'm telling you, it's, it, best thing for to do is just to make sure these kids know how to play proper, how to tackle, how to hit. Yeah, teach them because they're going to play if they want to. Play. I'm not saying all kids are going to play on um, football. Some kids don't like it. I yeah, and it. I'm not saying I'm not saying that they should not play but i do think there should be i don't know i just i just don't know what the true benefit of a six-year-old playing team um leadership teamwork they're six-year-olds and six-year-olds don't have the capacity for leadership yes they do i've seen six-year-olds get out there and put a game plan together i've seen six-year-olds become leaders on the field mm. yeah interesting and, and you can tell that little guy's going to be a leader you can tell who's out there don't say they don't know. So what other what other pros? Even your granddaughter's a leader. She's four, about to be five. And she's <laughs> she's running, just bossy. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to tell you, leaderships. Being bossy is not being a leader. Trust me. Trust me. It's two two separate things. Okay. But um, so so some pros. I think I think for me, if I'm thinking about young kids playing football, I, I agree with you. It teaches them some life lessons. Um, might be along the leadership line that you mentioned. Um, I think they do better in school. Yeah. Um, you know, because they have to or else they can't play type stuff, right? Exactly. And then I guess it helps them stay in shape, but maybe just exercise <laughs> in general. I don't know. 
I'm just trying to think of some. Mosky has got energy. Some pros, but I think the cons are quite obvious. You know, injury, yeah. concussion. Um, you know, long long term effects. Yes. Um, that can happen. You know, if you continue to play into middle school, into high school, into college. Yeah. I mean, I think those those things are the the cons. And you think about um some of the stuff that I looked at as far as injuries for young children under fourteen, it's stuff that they really shouldn't have, like fractures and sprains and concussions and things like that. But that's just not playing football also. You got basketball, guys falling on courts, breaking wrists, breaking their legs, baseball. Get hit with the baseball, yeah. Running to each other, soccer. So you, you're trying to shut down pretty much all sports. <laughs> no, <laughs> not necessarily. We're talking about in, football. That's what happens to a lot of sports, man. You just football is more of a contact sport, of course. But a lot of those guys get concussions in soccer games, also. Oh yeah, all I right. don't. I don't disagree with that. Basketball players, they're jumping up and down. Wearing tear on their knees. It's a lot of things. Yeah, I do I do think Sports that, in general. I, I know. I do think that people are starting to think about the whole CTE concussion type stuff. And I think that's the reason why participation in tackle football has diminished over the last five years. Yeah, I wish as I'm... far as kids. Like like in the study here, it shows that for tackle football over the last Four years, it has the participation rate has dropped eighteen percent. Yeah, I wish it would have dropped when I was playing. I might have had a better spot on the team. Yeah, but and then you think about like flag football. I mentioned that earlier. That's actually more popular for younger kids than it is oh, yeah. tackle. Yeah, I played flag football too. Yeah, yeah, flag football. And there's less fun. injury. Going back to the whole, remember I was telling you about how, how many times you have a head impact when you play tackle football? 378 head impacts per season per athlete for tackle football for kids. And then for kids per season per athlete, head impacts for flag football, eight. Yeah, that's cool. But, but, but think fo- about that. Just think about that from a very plain level. You have two kids. Both of them are seven years old. This one over here plays tackle and gets hit in the head 400 times. And this kid over here plays fat flag football and gets hit in the head 10 times. Flag football ain't playing no bills. I'm going to be honest with you. There's, <laughs> There's no, actually a flag football league. You and, know and, that, right? Nobody's st- packing, um, packing the stadiums for a flag football team. Yeah, I know that. All right, then. That ain't life-changing money. So they'll, they're willing to risk those head injuries, that whatever they're going to be, because some of those guys go on to be analysts, NFL analysts, coaches, and other careers. Yeah. And they build foundations in their neighborhoods and their communities and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Because of the fact they play professional football. So it's oh, a I'm lot, not knocking none of that. It's a lot of pros. But for somebody to come out there and say, yeah, don't do this, don't do that because of an injury, it's part of the game. When you go to work every day, you driving, down, driving to your job, but on do your you, job. But do you think... Do you think a kid can be successful in the NFL without starting at six years old? Of course. A lot of guys is, um, has played walk-on in college, never played football a day in their life, and playing in the NFL right now. Yes, you can So be. how come we just don't start them when they're older and they have more sense? It's just give them something to do, activities. Mm-hmm. 
just activities, after school acti- activities, stuff like that. And yeah, they, I'm just trying to think of some 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 things to help support. But that's, that could be the league. The league can say, listen, we start at eight, mm-hmm. not at six. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we got a flag football from six to eight. That can happen. All depends on the league to um, participating in. Yeah. Because so, even in, even even the even kids in practice, they get hit impacts during practice. They do. It's much more in a game, but it's like half the amount during practice. But also, equipment has come a long way. Medical staffs, um, the people are teaching, you know, mm-hmm. more, or what the um, what happens, and you can like, you know, like happens for Monday night football. Yeah. That staff has been prepared for that for years. Oh, yeah. You know of course. They have to. And he couldn't have had it in a better place. I'm trying to tell you. The hospital or on that field. Anywhere yeah. else he would have died. Oh, yeah. He would have. Yeah. Because they had trained exactly. professionals. Exactly. Standing by. And e- even some of the articles that I've been reading about Hamlin's recovery is that the fact that they actually were standing by is probably the reason why he's awake. And, and exactly. Right now. And cognizant today, because some of the articles I read, the doctors were like, you know, while he was in a coma or whatever, unconscious or whatever, that was the thing that they were most worried about was, you know, will he have his cognizance and brain function when he gets up? And for those that are not following it, the they had two of the doctors that were treating him do a press conference and... They were really excited by his recovery um, chances because apparently the first thing he did when he woke up, which he still couldn't talk because he had the thing down did his tube. Yeah, he asked for someone to write something down, and he wrote that down. Did we win the game? Exactly. Yeah. That goes back to being six years old. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> all that. Well, I'm just saying. But man. again, no speculation because no one knows what caused his cardiac arrest at Nobody this point. Knows. Um, you know, people are saying, you know, he got hit in, hit in the chest and there's some fancy word that I can't pronounce right now. But anyways, who knows what happened? Um, we're not talking about adult football. We're talking about kids football. So what if they did? What if they did put a restriction on age? So, for example, you cannot play contact football until middle school or even high school, like like a like a freshman. Um, that won't give all kids a chance to play football. What does that mean? Because the competition is, is a lot easier when you're younger. Mm-hmm. So when you get into high school, you start to develop a little bit faster or different than other people. Mm-hmm. You know, you see some kids, they start off at just say 411. And by the time, you know, you and the, um, just say you're seven or eight, you playing football with your friends. Mm-hmm. Then we hit school. You five six. This guy's six four now. You don't have a chance anymore to play. Because the coach is looking for bigger and better and faster kids. Yeah, but even if that five four person played the whole time, the coach is still gonna look for the six four. But here's the thing though. It this this guy who's who he had the chance to play football though. He didn't have a chance at first because you tell him he can't play organized sports until they got in high school. But not, that would not, be the same for both people, right? No, it wouldn't be because this guy got a chance because of his physical attribute. He's bigger, stronger. That's what they're looking for. This is not basketball where you can be five something and shoot the eyes out. This is football. How many five four linebackers you see in the NFL? None. Exactly. But he can be a five four linebacker, eight, you know, nine, ten, eleven. 
13 before you go to high school. Mm-hmm. So he get a chance to play organized football. He get a chance to get the leadership, the teamwork, the camaraderie of all that stuff that goes together. He, he won't have that opportunity if he can't play in high school because there's cuts in high school. It's only a certain amount of slots in high school. I agree with that. But what I would also say is, even though he has been playing. How can when he, he play when it's no football? I'm t- it's I'm, high school. But you're saying that you're, if I'm listening to you correctly, you're saying if if that 5'4 kid was given the opportunity to play earlier, not in high school, earlier, that by the time he gets to high school that no, they're going to pick him no, anyways? you're not listening to me. I'm saying, listen to me carefully. You're saying, this is what you just said, stop football until he was in high school. Okay. All right. What do, you, what do you do from six till he go to high school? He wants to play football, but he can't. Okay. Because he only can play in high school. Okay. Then what he, he can't make the high school team. It's only a certain amount of slots that people can make the high school team. Okay, so I am listening to you. You're not listening back to me. What I'm trying to say is he had to never had a chance to play organized football, Sue, because of the simple fact is he can't make the high school team. Listen to that. He's never going to play organized football because he can't make the high school team because it's bigger and better talent than him. He might be a better talent, but he he don't have the size. Yeah, and I guess my point is even if he did play when he was younger – He's still, when he gets to high school, is but not going to make the team. It's okay, though. He don't have to, but he got a chance to play. I mean, that's not, okay, not too. Not everybody plays um, sports after youth, but they got friends. They all look, man. When we play um, PB football, that's the stuff I'm talking about. They meet different people. Yeah, yeah. I don't disagree with that. But I'm saying if they don't do that, they'll never get a chance to meet that guy. Or they'll never get a chance to know, know some of the stuff about the teamwork. Yeah. You just can't say, okay, no sports until you. In high school, the hell is that? <laughs> I'm just giving a giving, example. Yeah, but it, it doesn't. You're not looking at the other people. You're only looking at the injury. I mean, I, I'm they, scared of the injury. You're not they looking can at play that. other sports. They might, they might not want to play other sports. Football might be anything. It could be. All right, then. So, but they can't play it now because of the law or rule to say you can't play until you're in high school. Doesn't make sense. I don't know. Yeah, you should know. Doesn't make sense. You can't drive a car until a certain age. But you can drive a car. But you can drive a car. But you can play football, just not organized. Then you risk getting hurt still. You're saying the same dumbass conversation now. <laughs> what no. the hell? No, I'm going yeah, back to no, your I'm going back you to your going comment. Back to nothing. Yes, I am. I'm going back to your comment about kids just playing outside. They can still play outside. But it's not organized. You're just going out there, hey, we get five people in the neighborhood. But organized, they know how to do everything. They know how to put a defense, offense. The schemes, the exercises, and all that extra stuff that comes with it. Oh, they need to go outside. That's, that's dumb as shit now we're talking about. It ain't, it ain't nothing to do with what we're talking <laughs> you're about cussing here. cussing a lot. Because you're trying <sighs> to say, stop it in your high school. No, I'm just giving some conversation points. I'm not saying stop it. There's no conversation about that. I'm not saying now, stop it. I understand you might say, listen, if, if a football league says that nobody under seven can play football, but they can play flag football, until they, yeah. they put contact sport, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, but I don't, just to I say don't, no, I, I truly don't care. I truly don't care. But, but what I would say is, I do think six and seven and eight is probably too young. I really do. I don't think so. 
and 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say something controversial as well. I get if a kid wants to do it, but in my opinion, from what I've seen, most six, seven, and eight year olds aren't like I want to go play football. It's their parents that are forcing them into something like that because they want their kids to play football. Well, let, me, let me put it this way: I've been on the I've been on the field. I've been I've been a coach, man. And I've seen them little guys that's five and six that want, well, want to play football but can't. They want to go out there. And their parents are not forcing them. They got to give them footballs and little jerseys on the sideline and practice field so they can run around and play. Mm-hmm. They can't wait the next year until they're on the team. I've seen that. Oh, no, I, I don't doubt that nobody's either. Nobody's forcing. I, but there are some parents that are forcing their sons to go. I know they are. I've, I've seen, seen it. that personally myself. Uh, me too. And guy's sorry or he's not sorry. He just doesn't like football. The parents like football more than he do. Exactly. So what I'm telling you is that don't don't take it out of the out of people's hands and thinking that, you know, they shouldn't do it because they want to play. Some of them, not everybody. I'm not saying everybody. I'm not finding everybody in some oh, here. I know. I mean, our own son played football for a while. Yeah. He went to high school and played. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. A little bit. He was. He, he was, was good. good. He was But he good. did everything. Baseball. Yeah. Yeah. He was, but basketball is real. Is his real, uh, real drought? Yeah, I can't, I can't beat him anymore. I can yeah. never beat him anyway. I don't know. When was the last time you actually played with him? Shit, too good now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to share a couple of demographics as well, right? When we're talking about kids in sports, and so the vast majority of children who play sports is boys. So basically, over fifty-one percent of boys play a sport when they are young. And only about 39% of girls play sports when they're young, same age period. And then when we talk about kids who play sports, when we look at household income, what do you think that looks like? (laughs) So one is 38% and the other is 50%. And one is over a $100,000 income household, and the other is under $25,000. I think under $25,000 is a, a lot of those parents and kids are playing football. That one is actually 38%. Yeah. And household incomes over 100000 is 50% of the kids play sports. Oh, I, I thought, well, it costs to play youth sports. It does. <laughs> it, it and we costs, know that. Man. Yeah, it costs. Our uh, our daughter actually played national club ball and that was super expensive. But even even playing rec ball when it's not just about here's the thing. When I was coaching, I'm about to get back into the football thing again, Nick, this year. Um the thing is So you're telling me you're biased. <laughs> no. I'm not I'm not biased. You are biased. You are biased because you're a football coach for youth. I'm not a coach anymore. <laughs> well, anyway, before I get off this thing right here, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this real fast. Give me a second. Yeah. With the what I've seen in my years of coaching, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying bias that football is an expensive sport for most people, and I'm not just saying what the um, what makes it expensive. The equipment. The equipment. Um, um, you got to pay the um. You got to have the equipment. The fees, you've got to have clothes or uniform. You got to have shoes. Shoes. You got to pay for the helmet. Uh, all that stuff, and um, and it's hard for a parent to stop making much money. 
And from yeah. what I've seen now, I'm sorry to say this, but a lot of those parents are single mothers out there with their kids. Yeah. And they need that sometimes for their son because they don't have I a, get that. They don't have a father in the house, some of them. Yeah. So that's an outlet. And that's even a time for the mothers to have a break and let some other, somebody else. Yeah, I, I don't disagree shifts. with that at all. But um, what I meant by expensive, man, just that travel. Some of them have cars. You got to pick them up. Mm, I remember those days. You know, the moms, they don't have food to eat. You got to feed them. That's a lot and from, where I'm, from where I'm from. You, yeah. know, you know where I coach that. You yeah. know you know what's what's happening down there. So, yeah, a lot of the stuff falls on the coaches, you know, and all the parents. It's like that's what I'm telling you. Youth football is needed in a lot of these communities. Yeah. I don't I don't disagree with that part. I understand about getting hurt. Nobody wants to get hurt. Yeah. But it's needed a lot, man. Especially what I have seen. Yeah, and, and I think the I think that the demographics reflect that. And you know how earlier you thought it was gonna be flip flop for the household income. If you actually look at the demographic by by race, fifty one percent of young children that play sports are black mm-hmm. versus forty four percent for white. Yeah. So I mean the reason and here's the thing, it's not that man. Yeah. It's like it's like we've been we've been told and I I'm not gonna get on this thing here. It's like that we um we actually think that we all got a chance to make the NFL or the NBA. Yeah, but it's super hard. And it's, it's hard as hell, man. That's what I always tell. It's like winning the lottery. Yeah, it's like I always tell the children, um, the youth, man, I to listen, I know you want to be a professional basketball player, baseball player, football player. I say, but you can be a professional at something. Mm-hmm. It just not, might not be that. That's a hard field to get into. Yeah, you you not have to be you at the top of your game. Not saying you can't, but it's a hard field. And I'm here. Here's the truth: I've coached for years, mm-hmm. years, and not one of my players, oh no, has ever made the NFL. Wow. I mean, to me, it, it if I you know if I want to do a contrast or a comparison, is it's like winning the lottery. Yeah. Everybody, everybody that plays football doesn't make it to the NFL. Doesn't it's one it. out of a hundred, or one out of a you know hundred thousand. Yeah, but it's tough. It is. It's it's, it's a competitive stuff market. Yeah, and even now, you know, as time has progressed, it's gotten tougher and tougher and tougher. Oh man, yes, you got to be a, a serious elite. But the yeah. dedication to most 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 of these kids don't realize some of the dedication. Yeah, they have to stick to it. <laughs> you have to perfect your craft. You have to, I mean, think about like, for example, the elite players in the NFL, like Tom Brady, how they eat, how they train. You know what I mean? It's a lot. It's a lot. And then you got to realize too, we're going back to the um, the money part. A lot of those parents don't have enough money to keep putting those kids in those programs Yeah. to make them better. You know, so they stop. Yeah. They just actually stop playing because they got to go to work. Yeah. They got to stop providing to help mom or whatever it may be, grandmother. They stop. So anyway, listen, I appreciate the show. Yeah. I got a little bit passionate about the sport of football. I, Bias. I, I truly do love the game <laughs> of football. I'm saying. I love football too. but can't, can't play it worth crap. All right. So let's recap real quick. The question, the question for listeners, because I know we kind of got a little bit back and forth right. there for a second. The question was, 
Should you let your kids play football? And for me, it's a hell yes. I think for me, it is a hell yes at this point because it can't be a hard hell no for me right now. So I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my own kid did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyways, so that's our show for today. Remember to share this episode with your friends, your family, and your coworkers. Ask them. Should you let your kids play football? If you have a topic idea, you can email us at hellyesorhellno at gmail.com and make sure that you come back every Friday by subscribing for free on your favorite platform. Let us know if today's episode is a hell yes or a hell no for you by dropping a comment on the reason why. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or TikTok. Until the next episode, let's talk about it.